Oh, oh good, we finally made it. Why are we here? Where are we? Couldn't this be done over the phone? Why drag us across half the world? Well, haven't you noticed the sheer amounts of bad luck we've had this last year? Murder Santa Clauses and all? I've done some research and the only possible conclusion I could come up with that at all makes sense is we're cursed. Uh, <laughs> Janko, you're being, you're being ridiculous. No, I'm right. And that's why we're here at this temple, to lift that curse. This couldn't have been mentioned before. I, um, I thought the trip would be nice. Fine. Let's get it over with. Hello? Is someone here? Django, what did he say? I'm not sure, but I'm 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 positive we're cursed now. Oh come on! Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Critically Optimistic. I'm joined by Maggie and Janko. Say hello, guys. Hello. Hi. Hello. Um, so before we really get into the meat and potatoes of the episode, uh, we'll do the biggest announcement first, which is that I am kind of going to be stepping back as, I suppose, ringleader this year. And... I'm going to give the reins over to Janko. So, without further ado, I'm going to let Janko take over hey. right now. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that. Um, that um, what's the word? Uh, thanks for that uh, uh, segue, I guess. Yep, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we... Um, uh, Well, we have two uh, great films in store for you for this episode, both from the Shaw Brothers, um, both from a, a Hong Kong production company that has been around since, uh, well, the 1958 when it regards for movies and some of the most famous movies from uh, Shaw Brothers are The One-Armed Swordsman, Come Drink With Me, King Boxer, and Executioners from Shaolin. And an interesting takeaway with this episode was uh, that uh, both Maggie and Mac would each choose their own specific film out of a bag. And uh, that way, it would be two completely random films from the Shaw Brothers. But surprisingly, uh, both films ended up being the same genre. And... The films we ended up with were The Boxer's Omen and The Seedings of a Ghost. And surprisingly, they're both from the same year, 1983. So that's also pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah, and they both deal with very similar very themes. Very similar films, lifting curses, uh, which seems yeah. to be a very common trope in Shaw Brother films, apparently. Maybe that was the big in thing in the 80s. Yeah. 
<laughs> it must have been. I mean, lifting, I mean, lifting old witches cur- curses. Yeah, I mean, both these films did feel very 80s, that's for sure. Um, especially, especially Seating of a Ghost. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, um, <and laughs> oh, most uh, definitely. Well, have you, and have you both had any experience with uh, Shaw Brothers before? Or is this also your first first time? With with black magic curses, I have yeah. had experience with. No, that wasn't. <laughs> have you? Oh wow! Please tell. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, well, technically, my movie that I wanted to pick was Lo- Love on Delivery, but apparently, I got my heart broken by Maggie. She told me that it's not a Shaw Brothers film, even though it, it came Shaw off Brothers. of a Shaw Brothers list. But I get no, it's it's not a Shaw Brothers film. I want to watch it though. It looks cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it does very look look interesting. That's sure. That's for I, sure. I, uh, what did you ask? <laughs> I can't even remember now. Oh, do you have any experience with the Shaw Brothers uh, prior to this episode? Like, have you seen any of Shaw Brothers films before? A couple. Yeah. Okay. A couple. Okay, yeah. For- the only thing I'm not aware of is the history of the Shaw Brothers. But, uh, I, that'd yeah. be, I'd like to know about that. Um, is mm-hmm. it still... Yeah. A production? Like, are they still See. around? Uh, apparently, they went. Uh, apparently, it lasted until uh, 2011. Uh, so they've they've operated for 64 years uh, with film, and they've produced around thousand films uh, in their entire run, which is quite impressive. It is. Um, I mean, they they are kind of like a a groundhouse. A, a grindhouse label for Asian cinema. Um, I mean, that's apparent too when you when you think of like Kill Bill in um, by Tarantino. He used the Shaw Brothers logo as an opening to uh, as a kind of nod to this production company, which um, which is a pretty cool uh, cool nod. Uh, but it just shows that it has a huge. Uh, pop culture i guess the the shaw brothers and also thanks to arrow video it recently got a, a heightened popularity uh too with the the shaw brothers box set you can buy from them which looks absolutely fire um <laughs> but uh, uh uh and there definitely are quite there definitely are quite a lot of other shaw brothers i would like to delve into um eventually uh come drink with me was actually one i wanted to do for this episode uh but uh maybe maybe we can do it some other time um but uh let it let us move into our first film uh the boxer's omen after suffering an injury in the ring embattled boxer shen wei enlists the aid of his brother uh, shen zhuang to avenge him and find the key to an omen which may release their family from an ancient curse uh Black wizards, towers, monks, rampaging monsters, spooky apparitions, beastly crocodile skeletons, flying human heads, a sexy female zombie with long talons, and demonon- <laughs> de- demonic hats lie in store for our hero. That is quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but uh, that um, that tagline or that uh, description is not wrong. <laughs> no. Because this movie sure has has a lot. <laughs> And it also has Bolo Young, which is pretty cool if you watched uh, Bloodsport. So, uh, yeah, what did you all think of The Boxer's Omen? Um, well, 
I like that movie, but I have a hard time following it story. Yeah, that's extremely um, fair it to is say. Very confusing. I, I don't. I don't find it confusing. <laughs> I just don't find that the story. Ev- no, it's not, not coherent, coherent, and nor does it really have a purpose. Like the whole boxer thing is just completely almost null and void. It doesn't even have to be about that yeah. at all because it doesn't serve a purpose. Yeah, as far as I could tell, it doesn't yeah, serve it's a just purpose. Like, yeah, right. Um, it's just like it seems like filler yeah, almost. It really it does. Like, like oh well, let's just throw some kickboxing in there because it's Thailand and everything. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I have a point. Um, but I, I also, but I thought the visuals were were, were quite 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 interesting. They're um, very good. Yeah. I love the little the little bats and the little spiders. They look like they have Mardi Gras guys. Yeah. <laughs> they're very yeah. they're very cute. <laughs> also, there was there was also like some special effects here that that reminded me of like the thing. Uh you know that that scene when there's like a head like ripping open and you can like see the, the tendons. It kind yes. of reminds me of that head ripping scene from the thing which was pretty cool. So it was very apparent use of uh, practical effects here. Uh, yeah, it was very good was, use was, of them. I mean, some of them mm-hmm. weren't as good as others, but even yeah. even when they weren't good, they were kind of cute in their own little morbid yeah. way. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> like yeah, you're definitely right about it because you look at the spiders and you're like, man, those are the fakest ass spiders I've ever seen. And then it looks like they're drinking out of a straw, and it's obviously reversed footage where they yeah. like pumped it out, and then they just reversed it to make it look like they were. And then you look something. at the <laughs> what is it, the crocodile uh, scene? Yeah, and those are so funny. You're like, you know, it's fake. I'm I'm a hundred percent positive that was a fake crocodile, but I still I, part of me was like, oh, it, it looks real. It's more real than the spider, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. A lot of these uh, (laughs) props looked like Halloween decorations I currently have in my garage. So they did. (laughs) Oh, they were. (laughs) And then there's also that moment where he like nails the bat to like a board. And it crumbles. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like the weird little skeleton. It's like obviously like plastic or plaster or something. And they just kind of like wiggle it from like side to side. I enjoy these type of effects. I think anyone who's been listening to me long enough knows that I almost appreciate these effects more than like ones that try too hard. Like they all got their special place, but these ones are just really fun. Um, And I I swear to God, if I were to ever make a movie, I would definitely make a movie that just has the exact same sort of effects just because it's just... With Halloween decorations from your garage. Like it's, it's just really fun. And everybody... The great thing about these sorts of movies from the Shaw brothers um, and I think almost Asian cinema and as a whole, uh, not even limited to like a specific country, but everything's always played very straight all the time. Whereas maybe with a Western or a European um, director creator, sometimes it can be hammed up a bit, but a lot of this stuff is always played straight. And that's just part of, it's just part of it, you know? Um, and that's great yeah. when you have these contradicting, like, everything's serious, but then you look at the props and you're just like, I can't take this seriously. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it fun. It throws an element of fun into but it. But that's that's my problem with oh. the film, if I had to point 
a finger at it is both the thing that makes it great is also the thing that kind of ruins it for me is it's just nothing but fun. Um, and well, I, well, they couldn't tie it all together though. That's it's, it's like, if you wanted to just do fun, I think you should just go the full Monty and do fun. But this tried really hard to make it really, really almost like, a serious, like serious in-depth film. story and then you're just like it's not there like you're trying but it's you're not trying hard yeah. enough yeah when but yeah whenever the the kickboxing scenes would come on i always get kind of lost in those like I, it just loses my attention yeah but, it's, it's kind of like just a just a hook to get the story driven like, yeah as you mentioned earlier too well, we should probably talk about the the script a little bit more in depth, like as a um, sort of like scene by scene. So the movie starts off with two boxers fighting. One's from Thailand, right? Or, yeah, Thailand. And then the other one's from uh, Hong Kong, is it? There we go. Uh, that's how the movie starts. And then it goes into a dirty fight basically and the hong kong boxer gets really messed up by the thai one uh the the coach of the boxer is their their brothers and he gets upset because the thai guy really messed up his brother so he goes to thailand find out that they're still like congratulating him because i don't know that almost felt like an insult to <laughs> to thai people in general they're like they can't be trusted they're gonna give them awards anyways yeah. <laughs> so he goes there he's kind of really pissed off still tries to fight him and then while he's there he gets a i guess almost like an urge like a spiritual urge to stop uh at a temple and when he gets to the temple he finds out that they're waiting for him and uh he gets explained that uh the temple's old master who was this just this close to achieving immortality uh had a curse placed on him by a black magic wizard and that he they they knew he was coming because he uh, or the the master like basically foretold his coming and that they're expecting him and his body now uh, put into a special room uh, is waiting to to converse with him even though he's dead and uh, the movie starts kind of rolling from there so it gives you a really good setup as to like why the story doesn't make sense with the boxer thing because it doesn't it doesn't really tie in no it doesn't not at all. <laughs> And I think, uh, you know what, I think I'd forgive it a little bit more if it wasn't the title. Right. That's what makes it really confusing, because you're like looking for some kind yeah, of connection, and you're like, this connection, doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah, which, may, which I actually do wonder, because I see what the original title is. I'm going to just translate that really quick while you guys are talking and see what it's actually called. Why should called? be the same oh. thing? Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I I do like the part where he goes investigating this um, immortal uh, immortal person at the temple. So he goes to like Nepal, right? Um, yeah. To visit like another immortal god there. Well, that's that's a big jump in the story though, because that I was talking about the beginning, and you're going right to oh, the end. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way. 
I think it might just be an English translation. Not an English translation, but what they decided to call it is completely different. Oh. Okay. Uh, the movie title is just Magic. Oh, okay. Oh. I mean, that, that does, that does it, have a better sounding name to it. Was it part <laughs> of the magic. Black Magic series? Maybe? I. That's a good question. I'm not sure. Because I know Seating of a Ghost, I think, think was is. also known as like maybe Black Magic Part 5. Oh, okay. So it's part of a series. Uh, well, I think doesn't it's, surprise me a I, bit. Though. I think it's I don't a series see it. in the sense of like Italian horror films are in a series. If that makes sense, like they're not really. Yeah. Well, I don't think it is, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think it is. Um, but yeah. So the the film really just evolves around the fighting between the black magic and this Buddhist stuff. Because what well, after the temple meeting, uh, they're like, look, um, and by the way, spoiler alert for this whole episode, because it's impossible to talk about these movies. You, know? <laughs> you, you really can't like, no, you can't. You, if we were to talk about this without it, just be like, yeah, this, some crazy black magic stuff happens. And yeah. Like ends. You should see it. Um, but then, yeah, so the 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 body, the old master's body talks to what's his name again? His name is uh Hung, Mr. Hung. Chen Chen Hung. And he tells Hung, he's like, Look, you were my brother in a past life, and whatever happens to me is eventually gonna happen to you. And if you walk out of here and don't do anything about it, you're gonna die. And he takes it kind of like eh i don't care and he like leaves <laughs> uh and then back at his hotel room before he catches his flight he barfs up an eel and he's like god damn oh. i gotta get back to that temple yeah <laughs> that scene yeah that, that, that was a cool scene <laughs> yeah it was a pretty that was probably... i actually don't really know how they did that scene because um, it kind of looked like he actually barfed up an eel well maybe yeah. they just shoved maybe. it in his mouth real quick <laughs> that was a big eel though because i'm pretty sure that's what they did with like the i think like chicken intestines or whatever it was oh yeah oh thank god for mentioning that yeah this is something i'm going to want to talk about as well because this movie has a lot of gross out real yeah a lot of gross out scenes in this movie for me and i was thinking the whole time i was like oh janko must be loving this oh yeah i sure did the whole (laughs) gross eating Fucking, I hated that. That was almost as bad as um, uh, what's that movie? Janko, help me out here. Oh, oh, Singapore Sling. Singapore Sling. Yes, it's hey. almost as bad as that. It always circles back to Singapore Sling. It, it does. <laughs> <laughs> All roads lead to Singapore Sling. <laughs> yeah. So after he barfs up an eel, he comes back and he's like, "Look." I want to do this. What do I got to do? They're like, well, you got to dedicate yourself to Buddha for about three months. And he's like, okay. Which seems like a really small amount of time right. to me. I thought he was there for like a year or so. Yeah, but the, the just time like, skip eh, didn't, didn't translate very well. No, it, it didn't. This movie has a bit of... It, it just kind of lacks a bit on everything except for the visual effects. Yeah. And I think they know yeah, that. Like I think when they sold this movie, they go to the Shaw brothers and they're like, what do you got here? And they're like, well, if you look at my Halloween decorations, I've got something. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's kind of what I appreciate too. With like these type of films, no matter how, 
how ridiculous or how silly they are they still treat them treat them like uh, they they treat them with huge respect uh, right with, uh, like the filmmaking uh, like uh, and I, I i find that very very impressive of of these types of films that no matter how that that they still deem them yeah uh, they still make it as good as possible even though it is cheesy cheesy that, cheesy that, yeah <laughs> indeed <laughs> and that is something to admire so he dedicates his life to buddha for three months he fights the black magic and at this point you're like I don't, I don't think this is about a boxer really, and yeah. that's really the biggest hang up with this film is like, did it really need to be like? Did those starting scenes need to be there? I didn't really learn anything from it right. at all. It's just filler is what it's, it seems like. It's really long explanation to be like, this is why he was in Thailand. It, it was kind of strange is like there's no other reason this hong kong guy will be in thailand <laughs> we gotta make a really good reason for to get him over there uh yeah uh and then they just do a lot of visual effects which is fun but i needed more i i, I think with out of this and especially you know what was confusing both the, the title which now we know is actually just magic uh but the ratings on Letterbox led me to believe that it was there's just something more here, and I I don't I can't find it, you know. It seems like mostly to me like almost like the plot is secondary to the effects, and the effects yeah. are the main focus of the movie. I wouldn't even say yeah. secondary. I'd say it's like an afterthought. It's like what's the plot? <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> There's a boxer? <laughs> yeah, a boxer, I guess. <laughs> There's a boxer with some magic. That's just what it is. Uh my one of my favorite scenes in the movie is not even the visual effects is when um so I don't want to fully spoil the cuz I feel like I've explained enough of the plot for everybody to understand. But one of my favorite parts of the scene is that uh, when he comes back and the guy, the new new master, I guess, is like, look, we need you to just, have you been a good boy to Buddha? And he's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was a good scene. <laughs> and, uh, he clearly wasn't because uh, that candle blew out right away. It was As soon as he said it, it was like, you lied to Buddha. <laughs> There is no greater sin. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's... Uh, we should probably talk about the good parts. I feel like I've talked about everything but the good parts. We should probably talk about it a bit more. Like, there is a lot of gross-out effects after uh, some interesting black magic, to say the least. Like, the way things are done is super creative. Like, uh, the head thing and... I'm struggling because it's it's been a while since, or I shouldn't say it's been a while, but it's just Janko and I watched these. Minute. Yeah, Janko and I watched quite early, like a couple two two weeks ago, almost. I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I watched them a couple weeks ago too. So mm -hmm. it's taking me a second to remember everything, but um, the effects, though good, is like they're only fragments in my mind i can't remember exactly how they started or what started them you know what i mean 
Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. <coughs> but <coughs> yeah, no, I, I'm struggling with the story too, like uh, pinpointing wh- how stuff happened, how how stuff played out. But I do remember certain things, and I I do remember that I I did enjoy the final fight between him and the the demon that's cursing him right yeah yeah i and then how does it end i think it just kind of ends really abruptly <laughs> yeah i can if i remember because I, right. I remember the thai temple but i don't remember like i remember a bit of the fight I, and i just don't remember how it i ends. think the battle just ended and it was like roll credits like i think I think that's what it was, if I'm remembering correctly. This is a great review right now. I just want to tell you guys that we're, we're doing a bang-up job with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have much else to say about the boxers, to be honest. No. Yeah. I, I, I don't have either. We can move over to ratings and uh, move on <laughs> to seedings because... I definitely have a lot more to say about that film. Uh, I also uh, do think we're all cursed. I could hear Janko coughing. I've just come over a bad cold, <laughs> yeah. and Maggie's currently going through yeah. a bad cold. So, yeah, we're all sick. Yeah, the boxer's omen. Is Different stages of sick. <laughs> We've all been cursed by the black oh. magic. <laughs> yeah, but I, I can I can go first. Um, I'll give this a hard free. I thought it was perfectly fine. I I enjoyed all the effects, and that is pretty much the only selling point uh, because the story is barely there. Uh, there's barely anything like like as we mentioned earlier, the boxing part is completely pointless and does not really matter very much to the story, other than just to bring the guy to Thailand so that the curse starts. But. Um, but still, it's a fun gross fest. Like almost, it's almost like you're watching street trash in a way, uh, which uh, which I admire. And uh, you're bound for a good time, uh, even though it's not uh, the best film in the world. Wait, you're talking about yeah. street trash, the the movie? Yeah. When yeah. did you like when did you trash. watch that? Because Meg just added that to her hard drive. Like, no. I I I um I've 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 seen clips, uh, but I haven't really seen it. But I um I know what it's it it's like okay. about. It's very melty and very well melty. Yeah, See, the thing I, is, I started I think, watching I think, that film. I haven't finished it. I, I had to I had to do something. I'm almost done yeah. it. But I'd say that melty yeah. is second. You know what? Those films almost match better than uh, what we've got coming up because <laughs> you're kind of wondering like, well, where's the the stuff I want? And then, why is all this other stuff here? Oh yeah, but yeah, uh, yokai monsters. I gave three <laughs> stars. All right, thanks guys. Bye. Oh, oh yeah, yokai monsters. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, we did watch that. Together. Well, Maggie, do you know what you want to give it? I gotta think about this one. Yeah, I. Y'all are gonna hate me. Um, so, the boxing parts aside, I really love this movie for the special effects that it has, and I have a lot of fun with that. So it's actually yeah. a five for me because of that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's and I'm sure, I'm sure Matt yeah, saw I that did. coming. I did see it coming. Um, I was kind of surprised at some of your comments. I was like, wow, she gave it a five. But honestly, at this point, I shouldn't. Yeah, I shouldn't but it's the, you should know that I raced great based off of how, how much I enjoy it. Or how much fun I have watching it. 
And I have a lot of fun with the special effects. Like, it loses me at the boxing parts, and I get kind of confused. But then the bats come back mm. on, and I'm in love. Yeah, uh, that's fair. I'm not so. super surprised. You're right about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> for me, apart from everything, like, I like... I like it for what it is. Honestly, the visuals are great. Like apart from the special effects, cause the acting's fine. Uh, the set design is really great. Uh, it's really cool. Like there's a lot of stuff. I, I honestly wonder what they did with it after because it was, it's very convincing. Like this, what you've created here could be, well, maybe it was filmed in a temple or maybe it wasn't, but, um, Sometimes you wonder about stuff like that when you see like a really great set. You're like, I wonder they must have been repurposed somewhere uh, because it's just it's too yeah. good to throw away. Um, I'm sure it's been yeah, repurposed in a I'd couple have to of imagine. movies. To be fair, uh, but yeah, I I don't know. It's it's in between for me. But I think if I want to be generous, I I think I'm gonna give it three and a half. Wow. Okay, that is actually a bit surprising. Yeah, it is, and I that's that's in between three and three and a half. I think it's a good film, though, based on the fact that they had visuals and they went for it. There's things I wish they did differently, and I don't think I'd ever go higher than three and a half. But three and a half for mm. me. Okay. Well, nice. Let's move on over to Seedings of a Ghost, uh, a bit more coherent story, and a bit easier to follow along. Right. Um, do any of you want to introduce this film? I could I could do Seedings of a Ghost. Yeah, I yeah, had... Go ahead, go ahead. What were you going to say, Maggie? I was going to say, I just had so many issues watching it that oh, yeah. it's probably not the best well, way you to should... describe it. <laughs> okay, well... Okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so the next movie is Seating of a Ghost. Uh, the plot of Seating of the Ghost goes as follows. A Hong Kong taxi driver suffers after being cursed by a sorcerer or another black magic wizard, as you, as we've uh, discovered there's a lot. Um, he accidentally hits him with his cab. Uh, after the driver's wife, wife is... Uh, raped and killed by teenage hooligans, he pleads with the sorcerer to lift the hex and restore his wife to the land of the living. Other worldly zombie chaos ensues. Um, that, yeah, it's a fair description of the film. And the weird thing yeah. about this is, yeah, uh, I think I prefer this much more over Boxer's I did as well. I didn't. <laughs> Yeah, I I think it's I think it's the more superior film in my eyes. Um, I also do wonder if your opinion, Maggie, uh, though valid, is also a little bit muddied by the technical errors you had. Maybe uh, you should share with yeah. everybody so, um, that what so what happened. I stayed the night at a friend of mine's, and we tried to watch it together. But there's been this huge um, storm today, and it's really messed up. Basically, like the internet connection and everything. So. The film, when I watched it, it would we had a buffering problem, and then we lowered the quality of the movie because we figured that would work. And the movie played fine after that, but then the subtitles wouldn't sync up, and at first it was like a minute delay, and I was like, okay, I can deal with this. 
But towards the end of the movie, there was like a 10 minute delay in the subtitles. Oh. <laughs> um, and we didn't want to like jinx ourselves and like try to back out and like fix it multiple times and then have it just stop playing. So we just kind of went with it and we had to go a lot off of like context clues as to what was happening <laughs> and just kind of hope we were right. And we would find out whenever the subtitles popped up. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. So that was my experience watching this movie. That, uh, <laughs> that sounds really fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't no. stand even if the subtitles are off yeah, by like committed. a millisecond. That drives me nuts. I can't. I, yeah, you did commit. That's that's hard commitment because I could not do that. I would have told Janko. It's just like, yeah. no, I can't. But do luckily, this. like the end of the movie, there's there's very little dialogue, so I didn't particularly oh, yeah. miss like too much, other than like, I don't know, it was just like screaming basically. Yeah, so, that's that's true. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I. This this movie does feel very eighties. Um, I um, this also this movie also has a lot of fog, like a lot of mist effect to it. Yeah, um, a lot uh, of the well, kind like, of cartoony poltergeist Hellraiser kind of yeah, pretty drama much yeah. on art in it. Yeah, and and I also I also appreciate that this movie saves all the batshit craziness to the end and just just. Just goes full out, full ham, <laughs> and doesn't doesn't really care, and I, I love that. Well, like, but um, it kind of amps it up a little bit better than Boxer's Home, where it's it's there. Uh, you could tell that there's something brewing, and slowly, like it, it cooks up mm. a bit more until it's just full on, like you said, like the it just goes completely right. apeshit yeah. at the end. Well, I think that works for this and this and this. I think so too. I and I liked it. I liked it a lot more. I thought it was I was way I see the the way I looked at it is I was like, well, I watched Boxer's Home and uh definitely what seems to be the much loved film. And then I watched this one thinking like, oh, it's just going to be like subpar or something like that or maybe too heavy on right. the story uh and not enough with the visuals, but I no, I really yeah. liked this film. Like, I thought it was a lot of fun, and the story, yeah, the story makes did sense. Make more sense from um, what I followed. Um, it was also, a little bit more also, coherent. Also, the way the story was presented was almost very Jalo-like, very Euro crime-ish, almost like it's a Hong Kong police Uteshi film, which I which I thought was pretty cool. Um, uh, because it, it kind of starts out as a as a detective mystery story, right? Right. Yeah, I almost took this as like um I don't know, it it it, it jumped out the start of the film jumped out like almost like a drama, mm-hmm. like a straight up just normal drama. But then it kind of uh it kind of evolves into this like really grimy mess yeah. of like um Almost, almost like it's changing its genre based on, like going from what you you think, oh, uh, going from the day to yeah. the night, you know, in a paranormal sort of setting is, and using inspiration from like, uh, I don't know, just more grimy films. Yeah. I want to say more like, like an exploitation the Evil film. Dead, but pretty much, yeah. But I also I like the curse in this film uh, because it was. The more he, uh, because he wanted to revive his wife, right? 
and the more he used a sort of power the more he became like the more his body uh, deteriorated right. uh, and then you see how how he becomes at the end uh, but also like why like the wife was also unfaithful to him right yeah <laughs> like like uh yeah i felt, felt a bit sorry for him like <laughs> do you think he knew that she was unfaithful because i didn't get the impression that he did yeah no it doesn't seem like that like uh, i think he was unaware of that <laughs> and uh wait wait what do you mean by new like new at the start or new like, like, uh, just like, at any general. period in this film like, yeah all along yeah no he he definitely knows in the film like that's why he gets so mad and tries to kill that guy oh Okay. Again, yeah. that's that's me going off of <laughs> <laughs> really delayed subtitles. Yeah. yeah, remember when so remember when he goes after oh, so right, the, never mind. Never yeah, mind. There is that fight we're in getting, the I, I'm, alleyway, right? Yeah, yeah, in the alley. Yeah. Right. I want to say so we we talked about how he hits this guy. He has this wife who works at a casino and she gets hit on by this rich something i don't know what he does and anyways eventually it works and she decides like oh well i'm gonna cheat on my husband and go to the beach without my top on and be really happy uh and she does this but eventually she's like look i want to leave my husband and i want you to leave your wife why do you not want to do this and she can't accept the fact that she's just like you know like, uh, what do they call it in The Sopranos? Oh, Jango, like, do you remember? Like a guma. <laughs> a guma, yeah. yeah. She, can't, she can't take the fact that she's a guma. <laughs> and she gets really mad and she leaves the car in like a really bad neighborhood. Yeah. Um, uh, yada, yada, yada. She ends up chased by these two hooligans, like we say, and she's raped and killed. Um, and after that, there's an investigation that goes in, obviously... Her husband is kind of led to the scene by supernatural forces, and this is sort of the trickling in effect of they, the black magic. I didn't think they were supernatural. She called him, and then she no, got... but it's supernatural. It's supernatural because they didn't. He got a call to go to the mansion, and no one made that call. Okay, all right. Yeah, I thought that was that was. Uh, <laughs> I I am very much curious as to how much Maggie uh, really got to digest about this film. I think film, my friend enjoyed it more effect. than me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so he gets a call um, that's from the station, but then when he calls the station again, they're like, I didn't call you. Mm-hmm. So he's like, well, why am I at the, this place? And then he tries to leave, but his car... Uh oh, the tire. That's right, the tire pops or something yeah, like that for some like reason. Yeah, he hits like a board with like a nail or something. And yeah, and while he's uh, changing the tire, one of the I think the spare tire rolls away directly where his wife has died, uh, up high, and blood starts dripping down on him. All spiritual, divine intervention to push him to the direction to find his wife, right? And um, that's when the whole story really starts to like come undone because or not come undone but unfold i should say like the layers start folding back and it just becomes more like like there's a ooze i have in my hand and it's just slowly dripping out and that's that's the cusp of the story and um yeah so the the police get involved and they're asking them and through through the means of like the police go to the the 
wife's like you know lover's place and they're like look we gotta talk to you about the person who died and he's like oh don't say anything in front of my wife i'll come with you and that's how he learns like oh okay, okay. she's been sleeping with someone else I don't want to spoil the story too much for people, but he, eventually the police don't do anything. Uh, it's Hong Kong police at their finest, and he's just like, oh, well, this sucks. <laughs> so he goes back to the – he thinks back and he because uh, of all this crap that's happening to him. And he goes to the black magic uh, sorcerer wizard, and he's like, look, this is your fault. Fix it because I'm like, fix it right now. And the black magic wizard's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I can't remember why he says okay, but he's like, yeah, okay, fine. Um, and he tells him, like, the only way to fix this is we need to basically turn your wife into a deity. Uh, and he's like, okay, whatever we have to do. So they take her body and they turn her into a deity of love, I think. I think that's what they said, a deity of love. And then the the ghost eventually goes through all of the people who've done her wrong in the, in her killing and one at a time picks them off. And uh, from there it gets really exciting, but yeah, um, the choreography with the fights are really good. Like for some reason, I wasn't expecting that in this film, but they were really good. Uh, the fight scene in the alley with the ex lover um, and the husband is quite, quite entertaining watch. Mm. Also, the added sound effects too are are, uh, are, yeah. uh, are very very fun to witness. Like, <laughs> I can't do them with my mouth, but uh, uh, but yeah, I, I I love I love punching sounds and kicks that make like like the, the cracks that are loud. Yeah. I, I love those in any fighting scenes because they are excessive. They are uh, kind of comedic. They, yeah, indeed. <laughs> But um, but yeah, that that fighting scene was very badass, and I, I just love that this film has a, a bit of everything, like all all the typical exploitation tropes, grindhouse tropes. They're, they're here. <laughs> we <laughs> should probably enjoy. also mention as well the biggest thing of that. Well, not another huge thing that connects these movies. They both star the same guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. So Philip Coe plays the the main character of both films, and both films came out in the same year. So he was doing a lot of stuff with Black Magic that year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I did actually. I did not realize that actually because he did not look very similar. I, I did not recognize him in uh, in uh, uh, in uh, the Boxer's Omen. That, that's, well, he was kind of bald most of the time. Yeah. To be fair, I think they must have taken advantage. They may have filmed it around the same time because he he's bald in this film too, and they must have taken advantage of that. Yeah. Um, like, oh, we'll just pay you for uh, two movies and we'll film them back to back. I mean, it is quite interesting. I mean, how sometimes uh, how like it makes you think like did they have like like a sort of gorilla. Uh, like like filming like did they like like you have certain like uh, certain like uh, japanese films that have been filmed like uh like timed perfect time to each other like they're they're in, made in the same year and they're filmed in this sort of guerrilla style it, it kind of makes you wonder if uh shaw brothers did kind of the same same thing 
I don't uh, know if you know what guerrilla style filming is. Yeah, that, that's a little. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. So the, I, yeah. I, I might I might be using the phrase wrong, but what I'm referring to is that they they just have a lot of productions at the same time, and they just film it co. Uh, um, they side film it simultaneous side. side by side simultaneously. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, well, I think that's the case here. I think that they mm. took advantage, same company, yeah. you, you're right, just different director, different writers for the mm. films, but yeah, um, I appreciated also, it, this it, film it, more. I, I yeah, that's what it, I it helps, <laughs> it also, it also helps that the runtime is, is significantly, uh, shorter than Bacchus Omen. Yeah. And i and I think that also, I think that also adds to why it, uh, Bakshus Omen is <clears throat> um, at times feels a bit uh, like like the like the how the story feels unnecessary because it is a bit too long. Uh, while here it has has it all and it it wraps up quite perfectly with the time time length it has uh, a perfect ninety minute film and you don't need more than that in these types of films anyways. Yeah, I could agree with that for sure. Yeah. Totally. Also, the effects in this one are just as good as Boxer's Omen, personally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, better even. Like, uh, I, I love the. Well, without going too much into detail, because the the climax is, but is is worth it going in, is worth it without knowing it beforehand. But I do love the, the 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 zombie effects there, and uh, and uh, it just just goes all-out crazy. <laughs> yeah. One thing that I found really funny in this movie was, I think it was the second one, when he gets like his curse and he's eating his coconut, and I assume it was his mother, sees him like... Oh, eating, eating the brains, skull? Yeah. But he sees it as coconut, and he's like, oh, you want some? And it's like he's drinking blood, and he's just like diving in, and she's, she's completely disgusted, and he's just like, oh, this is so good. Like, <laughs> I was grossed out by the eating. They said both films are so like hand in hand because they share very similar effects. And the eating, I was like, God damn, more gross eating. I can't, I hate it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't I, think that stuff would fly now, but I, uh, I, I yeah, liked the. Point fact that this is major spoiler i like the fact that the black magic sorcerer dies um that's really cool to me that he loses against so another recurring theme between these movies and there's plenty this is probably a first for when we have two movies that really are just like hand in hand like sh share so many similarities but um yeah i love the fact that the buddhist monks who are exercising the quote-unquote like demon or spirit out of the 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 oh my god this is gonna sound convoluted though the husband's wife's lover wa lover's wife <laughs> when they exercise <laughs> the demon out of her um the buddhist monks it's a battle like between them two uh the two but they're in different locations and it's literally just like almost like a transfer of magic between two different sources and the buddhist monks win in the end and what oh that they blow off the head of the uh the uh black magic sorcerer with like fireballs and he like it just yeah with little strings <laughs> it just goes <laughs> straight into his head and he just explodes and um 
that that leaves the main character um the chow he's just like what do i do now <laughs> so he's just like oh well I said feed her blood so i guess i'll just do that for the rest of my life <laughs> or six months but yeah yeah. Uh, and the that and then the throughout the whole thing, you're like, I don't understand what the what the title means. Seating of a ghost. What the heck does that mean? And then you get to the end, and you're like, oh, Okay, I get it. <laughs> well, no, they said the the priest, like the black magic guy, told him that the name of the spell was seating a ghost. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. That's true. Mm. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, when we were watching it, that came up. I was like, Oh, there's the title. Yeah, that's right. You're right about that. I was thinking about the fact that the ghost impregnates impregnates the uh, yeah. woman. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I like this film. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to add or go into ratings with us. No, I, I think I think uh, I think uh, you've said everything that uh, that is important to mention in this film. Um, I am okay with going to ratings. Uh, I um. Yeah, no, this was a full-out fun ride. Uh, it has all the things enjoyable with these these campy, uh, grindhousey, uh, smorgasbord of genre films, and uh, yeah, it is surprisingly consistent. And uh, I love how this movie moves. It goes. It moves so it's so it's so fast-paced that it uh, that you're right away like okay this is where this film is going and i appreciate that and also the the ending just just works so well and uh i i did uh i think i'll give it a four um uh, i definitely enjoyed this uh, a tad more than boxer's omen i'll i'll go next because i think uh, i i okay. yeah um i'm not gonna say much more uh, this film, I I appreciated more than Boxer's Omen. If I had to choose between the two, uh, it's a good double pairing. Uh, I I thought that for sure. Um, yeah. And yeah, the things about this film are just a lot more enjoyable to me. I, I I like that there's a bit more story, and that we still like. It was kind of an example, you know, of like, well, what did Boxer's Omen do wrong? Oh, they didn't tie things together well enough. And then you watch this movie, and you're like, but. It's like, whoa, they did it here, you know? And maybe I appreciated it more because it's like the things I was lacking in Boxer's Omen, all of a sudden I'm watching this film. It's like, oh, they're here. Like, I could appreciate that. It's what I wanted and I'm getting it. Um, Yeah, and like Janko says, it just, and what we've said since we started reviewing this film, it's just a slow, slow, like, oozing of gross, disgusting magic that just comes to a giant conclusion of, like, chaos really um and that's that's really fun to watch the rating i'm gonna share with janko i'm, I'm gonna give it four stars oh well um for me i prefer boxers omen <laughs> to me it was just funner and i really like that especially in like goofy like early 80s you know hong kong black magic movies <laughs> Oh yeah, that's yeah, ultra specific. specific, but um, so for me, it's a um, it's a three, but like you said, that could yeah. also be attributed to the Bad issues experience. that I had yeah. watching the movie. Yeah, that's, uh, that, that's fair. 
I'll I'll try watching it again one day and see if my opinion changes mm. when when I can like see it all sync up. Uh, I think it'd be a better experience for you uh, when it's well, obviously when it's all working properly and it's a bit better quality and stuff like that. But yeah, because I think I think the quality we watched it was oh, like four twenty p. Or like 480p oh. with like unsynced <laughs> like watching it subtitles. On a tiny little uh, iPhone one. Yeah, I was just <laughs> on an iPhone we both one. That <laughs> that's uh, that, that's very classy. I mean, that that's yeah. how you really should appreciate film. But I guess it helped make it. Uh, I don't know about oh, that. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> shittier. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am I am I am glad though that this these two random choices turned out to fit so I do well. I actually had a question um, that I wanted to share with you guys because I'm just curious which one of these films would you rather see okay. remade today with like modern so I know that the, one of the things we appreciate about both these films is just how cheap the effects are but still they're great like they've got love and passion behind them but if you had to see one of these films made like mainstream media uh remake of these films which one would you want to see probably the one that i liked less because then they would have an opportunity to correct what i didn't enjoy <laughs> see i was gonna say boxers omen i'd rather yeah, see boxers I, omen remade i think i think that's gonna be my choice too especially if give it to like uh give it to like a type of cronenberg director who is very good at body yeah and then go all know. out I from really, there I love those kooky little spooky bats too much to see them like done up better. <laughs> I don't know. I could see. I could see though. Boxer's Omen, like Janko said, if you gave it to a more uh, what? It, what is that? What did we call that before? That we did a whole episode on it. What's it called, Maggie? Oh, uh, you know what I'm talking uh, about. The uh, <laughs> are you talking about the video nasties? No, not video nasties. <laughs> the um, episode we did before our Halloween episode. The topic? What was the topic oh, again? Oh, the elevated oh, horror? Elevated, yeah, elevated horror. horror. I feel like Boxer's Omen is a good... A good... Uh, oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm really tired. I just came off night shift, everybody. And my brain is just, like, fried. I think... I think Boxer's Omen is a good candidate for elevated horror, like, touch, touch up. Anyways. Okay, yeah, I can see that. But also, I could see I, it turned into an elevated horror film, and I, I'm only—I know we've already talked about the fact that elevated horror is a terrible like <laughs> phrase. I'm just saying it because I'm lazy and I don't yeah. want to. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get I get what you're saying, uh, but uh, yeah, no, for sure that I, I could see that work. Um, give it, just go out full gross. That would be fun. Like, uh, uh, make it. Like, oh, I'm trying to think of an of a current like like a uh, recent example, but I'm I'm not I'm not getting any at the moment. But uh, but yeah, it well, would I think, be cool. I think in my eyes, it, they could play a really good sort of like simple um, subtext with like the really bright and sunny teachings of Buddha during the day. Uh, light hours of of the story right but then when it comes to the black yeah. magic stuff just make it the most like nightmare inducing stuff and it's it's just kind of like hand in hand of like how this good's dealing with this bad um 
if if the movie almost yeah. act, like the original movie played into that more, I think I could have pushed aside the fact that the story is just so loose with more stuff about um, what I interpret from it, right? But the 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 fact that it doesn't really allow for that is just yeah. I don't know. That, I just wanted to say that was an interesting thought I had while <laughs> yeah, I was no, watching was, the film. Is, so. You're right. That is an interesting thought. Um, because yeah, now the, the, the yeah, just uh, since we're already in this like like current like nostalgia phase of <laughs> of movies that are made, like why not just 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 uh, bring back a nostalgia of like these old Hong Kong films? <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. Um, I'm 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 super glad this double feature uh, worked out so well. Um, but uh, oh oh guys, what's that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what time it is? <laughs> you Janko, oh, don't do that I... on microphone. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, move over to critically masochistic. <laughs> <laughs> It's um so um Jenko, what did you think of the two movies that you had to watch? That's right. I as a punishment I had to also sit through Star Whackers. <laughs> I guess I can share my experience of that first. Uh I mean it's yeah, basically no, it, it Boxer's was... Omen, right? So Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean oh it was um yeah. I I I immediately understood <laughs> when you said that uh, this film made me very uncomfortable, Mac, <laughs> I, I doubt it. I don't. I don't <laughs> even think. I think you understood why I said it. I don't think it made you feel that way. Let's just clarify that for the audience right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It. <laughs> it was. It was. It was freaky. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why did he? Oh, why did I repeat that that one line so many times in so many different ways? And it picks up like a, a ball of hair on the floor and then rubs it all over. It. <laughs> and, uh, oh, and then, oh, I don't, I don't know. He, oh, what is that film even about? I don't, I don't get it. Like, oh, god damn. Oh. About the military trying to kill him, but he can only speak in Shakespearean yeah, yeah. because that that's the last role he played. Yeah, and, it, and yeah, he dies too at the end. So I guess we'll have to feel happy about that. But, <laughs> but it's so boring. There's nothing happening, and I there were moments where there's I'm, a lot of weighing. Yeah, there was moments where I had to like, come on, what is happening? So I skipped ahead a little bit. But oh shit, he hasn't moved a single inch. <laughs> like he's still sitting in the campfire. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was it's literal hell. This is what they show people. Uh, this is what they show people as interrogation techniques. Like, uh, this will crack them right away. Just show them Star Whackers. And, uh, <laughs> like, where were you last night? Uh, oh, you won't talk? All right, I'll put on Star Whackers. <laughs> That'll make you open up, right? <laughs> it, it truly is but, a uh, terrible film. I've already made my peace yeah. with this film, but I, it haunts yeah. me still. I, I like, it's so, so bad yeah. that... I, I kind of just want to stop watching movies. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> you can't get better than this. I mean, it can't get more Kino than fucking Star Wars. Do you think there's someone out there <laughs> yeah. who actually unironically loves that that film? There's probably, probably one yeah. person, and they're probably <laughs> Randy Quaid. <laughs> I mean, how did? I mean, this was directed by his wife. Like, wh- how can she condone this? Do you think Randy Quaid's <laughs> actually watched it? I'm sure. I'm sure they had to edit it. I don't know. He looks like he has a lot of money still. <laughs> Judging based on the film, like I think all that property is his oh. out in the freaking whatever. Yeah. Also, there were so many face close-ups. Like, oh, I did not need to see every single wrinkle in his face, though. That's for sure. Yeah, it is kind of like I you're in bed with Randy Quaid uh, through most of the film. Yeah. Yeah, I also didn't need to see a semi-hard on. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but anyways, I'll give it a half a star. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's that's what it deserves. Yeah, it's not it, less. it's not it's yeah. not even worth a film to watch with your friends while drunk. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's n- miserable. Yeah, it's not it's... It's, it, it 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 doesn't even get into the so bad it's good good trope. Like it 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 uh, there's nothing redeeming about it. But uh, but. Then again, I also had the other film that uh, was my main film, uh, Music by Sia, which uh, I have to be honest, it was a cinematic masterpiece. Uh, no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it uh, it sucked. <laughs> it sucked very much. And um, I don't know. Uh, Is the album on your rotation now? I don't know. The, the movie album? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Uh, there sure were a lot of music videos in this uh, film. I mean, 50% of it is weird, weird music videos that are like, do you remember, you know, the seg, do you know that like the, when you're watching that 70s show and you see like the segments to the next scene when they're like, uh, when they're like walking across the street, the screen or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah. That those are the entire music videos. Like that's what you're seeing for for five to uh, six minutes straight, and um, that's what you're gonna see for uh, ten times during this film. I've only um, watched the trailer so, so after fun. he got yeah. given the film, <laughs> and I don't think like I'm kind of glad. So I had to watch yeah. Star Wars, granted, but mm. I don't think I'm ever gonna watch that film. I don't think I'll ever watch. It. Uh, what's no. it called? Music? Yeah, don't, don't. Yeah, it's not. Mm-mm. Yeah, don't. It, it it is not worth it. Like this movie. So it's so it's so it's about uh, this highly audio sensitive. I assume uh, she's autistic. Uh, a girl uh, who lives with her grandmother, and uh, she has her daily routines where she does everything pinpoint perfect and suddenly her grandmother uh, gets a stroke and dies and that changes her entire did she so when her grandmother died Uh, and she walked out of the kitchen she's like she looks down she's trying to comprehend everything that happens and then she looks at her her walkman and or her little uh what is it mp3 player she looks at (laughs) She looks at dead grandma yeah. on the ground, 
And then she puts on Motorhead really loud and just freaking makes her breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that would have made the scene so much better. <laughs> but uh, yeah, apparently uh, she has very sensitive hearing, almost like a superpower. Uh, so even though she can talk like verbally, she uh, she can like still understand every single thing people are saying and i i I just feel this entire film is just so offensive to people who are autistic and uh, i don't know what sia was even thinking about making this film yeah she she has a a very interesting history in general so the the fact that if you know anything about like the stuff that she's sort of done uh, in relation with the movie that she's made makes for an interesting conversation, to say the least. Uh, I guess so. But, I mean, I, I'm just surprised she didn't star herself in the film. But uh... <laughs> I mean, she was in the movie. Oh, was she? At a certain point. Yeah, Oh, she was. Must must not have been a major part. Uh, or maybe I just don't know what she looks like. She looks very yeah. different. She looks but, uh, quite different with like, the wig and stuff like that. So, could be. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, also this this film is so depressing all the time. There, it doesn't have a single moment where you can breathe. Like there's problems after problems, and then you get these side stories with this uh, kid at karate practice who has his own set of problems and you're seeing that and he dies because of his abusive dad it knocks him over and he like hits his head on something and then and then you have like the the i guess the the guy who helps out uh, the sister and uh, the girl uh, how they should work it out like he has a set of problems and uh, the sister is a uh, a drug dealer for pills and and you get all this bullshit and then and then this movie thinks it's so clever it thinks it's so bright but it's so fucking pretentious and uh i I just hate it so much and uh it's just it's a struggle sitting through it uh and i i don't wish so you're saying instead of watching this movie you should just go watch spice world again yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that, <laughs> Spice World is a good yeah, movie. Yeah, that one is at least I'll enjoyable. I'll fight you. Well, in, in this case, I will not movie. argue against that, but, Peggy. It's a far superior film, I imagine. <laughs> I like the scene with the aliens. It's my favorite but, scene. It's uh, one of yeah. the most cinematic scenes I could ever think of in my whole it's hilarious. existence. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll give music half a star. It's it's what it deserves. Sorry, what did you what did you give uh, Star Whackers in? <laughs> Oh, okay. Because my rating was like well. below the chart, like it's it dug itself a grave. So, yeah. Which one do you prefer? <laughs> Which one do you prefer? Oh yeah, yeah. It dug itself a grave. <laughs> uh oh. Sh- music. He I, doesn't want to say. No, I'm sure. Mu- music, I guess. Yeah. But Jesus. I don't think it's a hard, hard question. <laughs> I think in this case, in this scenario, music is definitely the better choice. Like you look at both of them. If you were in hell, and they're like, which is your torture? And you already knew what you were getting. Because uh, I think a lot of people would look at music and be like, oh, man. Oh. And then they'd look at Randy Quaid and they'd be like, well, I saw Randy Quaid in that one film. I, uh, 
<laughs> I don't. I don't think you would think. See, the same that's but that's what I mean, though. You've already <laughs> tortured yourself here on Earth. Back in hell, you'd be like, "No, give me music. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll learn to like it a lot." <laughs> yeah, like, I see. Your After five hundred times, it's like I like the music. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, and also you still have the cart uh, uh, because uh, yeah. my, my uh, past it. it the passing over to me got rejected because of my error of not watching. Because Star of Wars your with, insubordination, with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh. So mad. I can pick out a four, right? Okay. Um. Yeah, out of four. Yeah. What did I pick last time? One. I'm gonna pick one again just to see if it doesn't bite me in the ass. <laughs> Okay, uh, it's a, um, better than Star Wars. Not a good movie. Oh. <laughs> it's a movie called It's a movie called Dementor, and it was made in 2019 and directed by Chad Crawford Kinkle. So I like I, um, I love <laughs> I'm sorry I just I just love that all these like of course uh, that movie is gonna have a director by that name like I just yeah. how do you spell <laughs> Chad Kinkle? Yeah. Spell the, no, the <laughs> name of the film. D -E. The last name. D-E-M-E-N-T-E-R. Just having a look. 2019? Yeah. Kinkle. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And the plot is, um, after fleeing a backwoods cult, a woman tries to turn her life around to taking a job in a home for special needs adults, only to discover that she must oh, face God. her dark what past is with... to save a Down Syndrome girl. <sighs> that sounds... <laughs> that sounds oh, even no. worse than music. <laughs> <laughs> Of what From face? the producer of Jug Face. <laughs> Jug okay. Face. Well, you know what? At least it's, it's better movie. than Star Whackers. I, I guess it's the only thing we could say to ourselves. <laughs> and it's on it's on oh, like so no TV one won and it. Arrow. Great. So Well Arrow. Well true, I mean, yeah. I just meant two B in general. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that one. Mm, eh. I was kind of hoping that you would pick like one of the not bad ones. Well, don't pick but, number one is the moral you know, there's of the story. Always next don't time. pick one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I shuffle it. Well, every I'm going to use so my card again because random. something about oh. the, f the oh. theming between the two films makes me want to make Janko watch it too, so. Oh. oh, okay. So, are you actually going to watch this one now, Jenko? I kind of have to know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because if you don't, then I guess you'll lose another. Yeah. I'll, I mean, another if, slide. Yeah, and then I'll you'll to, drop down to two, <laughs> and then I'll have to watch it anyway. So it's like it's, it's like a double-edged sword. It's like doesn't matter if I watch it or not. <laughs> We're gonna get you, Jenko. Yeah. <laughs> We're out for you. I had to hit the add to my watch list button now. It feels dirty. I don't uh -huh. do that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> this well, yes, this has been our uh, episode on Shaw Brothers. Um, if you have any questions, you can relay them to us on our Gmail account, which is critically optimistic podcast at gmail.com, or you can relay them to our us on our Twitter account, which is critically opti2. And uh, you can find our podcast wherever we 
showcase podcasts on uh, we're on spotify we're on google podcasts we're on itunes and we're on uh, amazon too and uh yeah stay tuned for more uh content coming up and uh yeah uh, as mac uh, told uh early on in this episode and i i am taking the helm uh going forward so i'm sure that will be a fun ride and and this year will be a good year of new content and new <clears throat> new episodes with a great double yeah well you've started off pretty strong honestly because this first uh the very first yeah. <laughs> double feature connected pretty strongly but in in all fairness to the to the universe you didn't have any yeah. hand in that so <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true yeah that's true. <laughs> I have all. I, have, I, have I just pick the one. I just pick CD number ghost so. because <laughs> it looked. Oh, I don't know. The skeleton thing looked okay. Yeah. It's it sounded cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. The poster is really nifty. It on does that look one. like a really cool poster. I agree. But uh, yeah, uh, see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs> uh. uh <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to say bye and a burp kind of came on at the same time. <laughs>